Hey, what's up? I'm Aaron Dodson, and this is the Give Me Understanding podcast. And this is a 10-minute overview of the Book of Psalms, the hymnal of the Jewish nation. The Book of Psalms contain a collection of 150 songs, laments, and praises by a number of different authors, not just David, though David wrote most of them. He wrote about 73 of them. Solomon wrote two, the sons of Korah, 12, Asaph, 12, Heman, Ethan, and Moses each wrote one. Most of the Psalms within the book of Psalms were written in the 10th century BC during the times of David and Solomon. The book of Psalms is the largest and perhaps the most widely used and quoted book of the Bible. Have you ever noticed how New Testament Bibles, just the New Testament, often contain the Psalms at the back of them? Yeah, that's because people love the Psalms, and I do as well. You probably do too. The book of Psalms explores the full range of human experience. It contains every human emotion, I think, in a very personal and practical way. The, the wide-range subject matter of the book, in co- it covers such topics as, as praise and worship, jubilation, war, peace, judgment, messianic prophecy, praise and lament. And in the Old Testament times, the Psalms were often set to the accompaniment of stringed instruments. And so the book of Psalms served as the temple hymn book and devotional guide for the Israelite people. The poetry that is found within the Old Testament book of Psalms is something to be considered carefully. The Psalms are one of six books in the Old Testament that we often call, and rightfully so, wisdom literature. And they were written in the form of Hebrew poetry, which is characterized by rhythm of words and tones and parallelism, not meter, assented um, syllables, or rhyme, as we are very familiar with in Western poetry. Instead, it's parallelism. Parallelism is its major feature in which lines parallel each other synonymously, antithetically, and synthetically. The book of Psalms is a collection of psalms, different writers, as I mentioned. The book as a whole does not really contain a unifying thought structure or theme, except for the idea or the theme that the psalms are praise and or wisdom. The book does have um, various organizational features. So if you're studying through, you will notice sometimes uh, at the beginning of Psalm 1 and at the end of Psalm 41, the description book 1. It's divided into five books. Book 1, chapters 1 through 41. Book 2, chapters 42 through 72. Book 3, chapters 73 through 89. Book 4, 90 through 106. And book 5, 107 uh, through 150. These psalms, I think, can be evaluated according to content. Content categories. Like some of the psalms are lament. They are petitions to God. 
both individual and collective petitions to God by the nation, such as Psalm 3 and Psalm 44 and others. They can also be categorized in the subject content of thanksgiving and praise, such as Psalm 30 and Psalm 65. Also, some of them are expressions of trust in God, much about trusting God in the book of Psalms. For example, Psalm 30, uh, excuse me, Psalm 4. But also there are some about divine enthronement and God's authority as the king, and then sometimes God's king on earth like David, Psalm 47. And then some of them are royal in nature about Jerusalem, Psalm 48, and some of them are considered didactic or wisdom, Psalm 37. Some would also classify some of the Psalms uh, according to general themes like Messianic, Psalm 2, Creation, Psalm 8, about the Exodus, Psalm 78, uh, Penitential Psalms, Psalms of Forgiveness, Psalm 6, Psalm 51, and also Imprecation, uh, where the psalmist would call upon God to bring about the judgment against God's enemies that he promised he would, Psalm 35. And then Psalms of Pilgrimage, the Psalms of the Ascent, as they are called, uh, Psalm 120, and there are others in the uh, low to middle 100, 100s there that are called Psalms of the Ascent. They would sing these as they ascended up the mountain and around the hills of Judea to the city of Jerusalem. And then there are Psalms of Victory, Psalm 18. I think when you look at the book of Psalms, the main theme is the majesty of God, the grandeur of His works, the greatness of His Word. God, the God of the Psalms, is everywhere. He knows all things. He is all-powerful, Psalm 139. He's holy and righteous, and at the same time, He is near and dear to His penitent people. He is His people's friend and guide, the one who hears and answers their prayers. He is their protector, their deliverer. And uh, as the 23rd Psalm says, He does this as their shepherd in a way that is very tender. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I'm not in need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters, etc. Psalm 41, uh, excuse me, Psalm 46, verse 1 says that God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. And so the Psalms produce faith in the hearts and the lives of those who read them, believe them, and follow the truths that are given in them. So each of these things are things that can be taken into consideration when one is reading any psalm of the book, trying to determine what particular type or genre of psalm it is. As I mentioned a moment ago, is this a psalm about the Messiah or about creation or the Exodus or forgiveness or judgment or pilgrimage, victory? Is it about... um, you know, trusting God? Is it about thanksgiving and gratitude? Is it, is it a petition that the psalmist made? And I think all of these are so very important. The child of God can connect with God through the words of the psalms. And I, there's just so much that I could say uh, in, in studying this. But I want to emphasize why uh, Christians should today should study the psalms. Because no other portion of the Bible portrays the majesty and the glory of God or so clearly expresses God's power and His excellence as do the Psalms. They they have poetic beauty and they have sublime language 
They have awesome messages that thrill our hearts, that move our hearts, that inspire our hearts. And we need to cultivate the habit of reading the Psalms during times of, of, of good and bad for meditation. Again, the Psalms is, is a book that's probably the most widely used, but also the most quoted Old Testament book in the New Testament. So we need to be acquainted with the Old Testament and remember that it is a book of poetry. And when we consider it, um, we, we can learn a lot from it. Um, again, it's hard to put our finger on one particular theme because there are a number of different subjects So it's difficult in pinpointing a central theme. But again, we should be impressed with the the power of God, the majesty of God, and it moves us to worship God as God's faithful people did in times past. So I want to encourage you to get in there in the Psalms and read them. I'm going to uh, read Psalm 1. I think it serves very well as a uh, psalm uh, that... uh, introduces all the other psalms and i'm going to read this uh as i close this 10 minute overview and i'm going to ask you i hope that i've said something if you desire to be closer to god you would read uh the psalms get into them and read them and learn from them blessed is the man the person who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law he meditates day and night He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish." So that we might remain God's faithful people, I encourage you to read the Psalms, even consider adding them to your daily reading, and it will move you and draw you closer to God as you learn about them. I hope that this episode has been beneficial to you. If you want to enhance your worship and your praise, your devotion, and your connection to God, get in there in the book of Psalms and learn what you can. I hope this has been helpful to you. If it has, turn around and share this uh, episode with others. I hope that I've whetted your appetite in looking at the book of Psalms and how great our God is. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.